recorded. This is the Red Team Podcast. I am Ryan Buffett. This is being recorded on March 14th. To hit the internet's on March 15th, the Ides of March. Listen to the suits here. He knows what he's talking about. You can always listen to the show on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, YouTube, and follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlue. So let's talk about last week. So Tuesday morning, you get to your phone, you get to your computer, and you're ready to listen to the Red Ticket Blues podcast, and there's nothing there. You're just like, oh my god! And then you're, you, okay, well, maybe maybe Brian will redeem himself. Um Let's 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 see. Uh, Thursday morning, yeah, yeah. Uh, he'll he'll have something with a guest on. He'll, let's let's. I want to listen to it. Oh my god! So you got that again, and I I truly apologize. I was on vacation. I had my equipment with me and things to do. I was ready to go, and it just got too busy, and I was was not able to do it. I I truly apologize. Um, but to make up for it today, I have Jared at WFAN Trades. On Twitter to talk a little bit about the Francesicon, the uh, the 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 global event that was held this week in Lower Manhattan at Irving Plaza. The audio is a little shaky in the beginning. Uh, I just want to let you know, so don't get don't get too scared. It's just a little rough. I don't know what happened. Just, I'm off my game. But um, Jared and I go back and forth about that. We'll get into a few other topics at the end. But I just want to also thank all the people that I was able to meet at the Francesicon. Um, people in real life uh, with kind words to say to me and about the podcast. It's, it was truly a pleasure to meet um, uh, Mr. Dyson, Mr. Uh, Sandstag, all these other people. I, I mean, I'm forgetting names. I apologize. But very, very nice to meet all of you. All very good people. And uh, I appreciate your support. So um, with all that mushiness all over with, let's get to Jared and talk about some uh, – let's talk about the festivities, right? So we bring in uh, WFAN Trades, Jared, who is a friend of the podcast, been here before. Hello, Jared. How are you? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Long time uh, listener. First time, third time caller, whatever. That was great. Uh, <laughs> um, so we, uh, we we met this week along with many uh, hundreds of other people in downtown Manhattan for the Francesicon, the third event, Francesicon, celebrating Mike. And this year, the Mad Dog. Now, you traveled a lot farther than I did. This was twice for Francesa Con for you. And lovely and, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, um, devoted wife, Ashley, who came to New York City twice for Mike Francesa. She did. Uh, it's called Any Excuse to Get Away from a Three-Year-Old <laughs> and a Five-Year-Old. There we go. Uh, so we did that and a couple of Delta miles and away you go. Yeah. Wow. So, no, it was... Uh, it was much easier to get up here, obviously, than the last shit show with the uh, the great blizzard of 16, which was uh, a disaster. But, uh, no, coming up here was, was totally very easy, obviously, compared to last time. So, Yeah, now, we were actually, we, we just talked about this, we were there early um, for Francesicon. And, I mean, what if I told you that, I mean, we were there. <laughs> To, to participate in a 30 for 30 for this ridiculous event. W- what would you think about that? Normally, I wouldn't believe it. And I, would, I would say you're completely bullshitting me, but but I was interviewed too. Yes. So. Absolutely ridiculous. That the, fact, yeah, no. the fact that they're doing one is awesome, but I mean ridiculous in the same sense. But be a part of it. Who knows what, how much of our interviews, our street interviews, will be used. It's still just insane that my, uh, our stupid mugs could uh, be on ESPN. 
Yeah, they uh, and they used a lot of uh, a lot of different people. I mean, not just you know us, obviously. Uh, but and, and I, I was expecting when when I was told about this by the guy who's running, you know, helping uh, run the whole thing. Uh, you know, he said be camera ready, and I'm like, ah, I'm gonna be sitting down. Maybe like the makeup artist will come over. Like you know, can I get you water? Can I, can I you know, a little makeup on the face? Okay, you're ready. It was. That's what I was expecting. We wound up just standing on the corner of uh, of Irving Place over there. Uh, you know, on the corners, trucks were whizzing by, and people were walking by, like, "Who is this?" Yeah, yeah, I totally hey, got people, that vibe. Every time someone walked by, they're just like, "What is this moron here for?" He looks like a nobody. He is a nobody. <laughs> but he's on TV, so he must yeah, have something exactly. important to say. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. But I, I. But uh, yeah, there were, there were a lot of people, uh, you know, lined up out there. Uh, me, you, and, and obviously the Francesc kind of guys, a bunch of people. Uh, it was all very official. I, like you said, I have no idea what they're actually going to use, but uh, they certainly have enough material. So. I totally saw something that was going to be in the room. I was going to one of the master rack style chairs with like, makeup all over me, then sat down. I, I, I'm not going to lie, I kind of want to be pampered like that because I don't know if I'm going to get another opportunity like that in my entire life. But uh, I guess no. The next thirty for thirty. Yeah, the next one. We'll <laughs> the next one, ESPN will contact me about. Listen, Brian, we need you. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the, I'll take the street interview. Yeah, exact. As long as I get my 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 face on TV for me for if I could just get five seconds, I'd be uh, just like so take that screen and put it on Facebook, confuse people even more with this Mike Francesa right. obsession. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I answered. We all answered kind of a bunch of stock uh, questions that they had. Tried to make it a little conversational. Um, it was, it was, it was really interesting. I, have, I don't know. I, like you said, if they use five seconds of it, that's good enough for me. But apparently, this thing is not going to air until January, February. Is it real? Like, so, yeah, you just so, said that before. I didn't realize it. So you asked them when it was going to air, and that's what they said. Uh, that's the unofficial word on the street. Okay. Is that? And I think, I think. Might mention that today. Oh, okay. Um, when he when he mentioned the thirty for thirty, um, he said sometime you know early next year. So I, I was kind of told either late late this year or next or early next year. So I guess editing a thirty for thirty takes more than you know two weeks, like I thought. <laughs> yeah, early takes a long time. What are these guys doing all day? Why don't we just edit? Come on, hurry up and edit. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I sort of zoned out to Mike today after the monologue, and he was just talking, basically bragging about how well of friends he was with John Calipari, which we all know. We get it. Uh, but he couldn't stop. You know, maybe I'll call him. I left him a message. You know, maybe he'll get back to me. He's doing practice. He doesn't want to talk to anyone. I, yeah, we, we go through Kentucky, but I have the other number. I'm like, well, why'd you go through Kentucky if you have the other number? <laughs> did he? Uh, did you listen? Did he ever actually want to know that? Did he have who? Calipari. Did Calipari end up coming on? Or uh, oh, once I did not hear okay. that. Once the uh, once the college coach carousel yeah. started, I checked out. Yeah, I was I, done. I, I, I literally nothing else bores me more than college coaches coming on. I mean, Calipari is funny. I have no idea if he actually came on, but his I thought Mike's monologue was good. He I think he covered about ten different topics between Nick's Francesicon. The selection show. He made fun of people that make fun of the selection show, and then he made fun of the selection show. It was he, he was zigzagged for like twenty five straight minutes. It's like, wow, this is crazy. And then I checked out. Oh, yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, he had Jay Wright on today because, uh, you know, I hadn't heard from Jay Wright in a while. I think last week. Oh, week of course. Before. All right, but we're off yeah, track. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's get back to Francesa Khan. Um, so the show started a little different format, it seemed, this year. Um, they had a really, well, I was going to say really bad band, but I don't want to offend anyone. They just had a band playing there. Uh, did, I don't, they have a band last year? Or did I just forget that? Yes, it was the same guy. Oh, same geez. guy. I'm, I'm totally paying attention. Uh, yeah. I, felt, I felt like the guys, um, you know, uh, Bill and Mike, the, the impersonators, were on longer last year. Maybe, maybe I'm, again, incorrect. But uh, they came out, uh, let's see, Mike came out as, Mike Benedento, the Mad Dog impersonator, came out as American Pharaoh, which was great, because, uh, right. by the way, well, uh, it looks like they, they stole that from the Red Ticket Blues podcast, because I've used that bit several times. I'm sure I'm the only one in America who's ever decided to do Son of a bitch! You know, I mean, these fucking guys, I, I, whatever. Um oh, hacks. Seriously, yeah. seriously. But no, Mike came out there, and... Uh, Mike, Mike was Mike, and you were just talking. We were talking before we went on here that uh, about that clip from MLB High Heat that showed the behind the scenes before Mike came out on the stage. Yeah, and uh, from from what I gather, I, I think Mike and well, let's just call it fake fake Mike and fake Chris. Yeah, I, I there you go. Mike and Mike and Chris. Fake Mike and fake Chris were supposed to be on the stage for for kind of longer than they were. And then you know, once the uh, once the talent shows up, you can kind of call it a day. And Mike just kind of you know said, "Do you want to hear Raw?" And, you know, went down the stairs, and that was it. So he, uh, you know, obviously we've all seen the video. He comes out there, and you know, out comes dog. You know, introduces dog after. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think you're right though. I think you guys were, were longer on the stage uh, last year. I, I, I I'll go I'll go count the minutes uh, on the YouTube video. Oh, right let's go do that. Um. <laughs> But uh, what was I going to say? The uh, Jesus, I lost my train of thought. Uh, well, Mike, Mike comes out on stage, obviously, right. and then fires everybody up, and then you know, dog, obviously, total spaz comes out after. Total spaz, and I, my initial thought was like when dog came out was like he looked like Mike looked last year. Mike didn't have the same look. No, no, not at maybe all. I'm, maybe I'm over. No, you're right. You're right. Like every. And Mike was Mike's always blown away, but I think literally last year he was just like, "Holy fucking shit, what is this?" And he knew what he was getting himself into. Dog, dog hasn't had this much attention. <laughs> I mean, like ever. Like he's on radio nowhere. I mean, he, yeah. So I think he he looked completely shell shocked. What I, that was my unofficial. Opinion. What I was trying to say before was that I couldn't remember was that you know Mike. Uh, I actually read that. I guess he he asked uh, like the game plan from the I think the Francesicon guys and they said you know fake Mike and fake mm-hmm. Chris are going to be out here for you know just let them do their thing let them do their thing by the way how long are they going to be out there and they said like oh they're going to be doing this for you know hour and a half two hours it's like oh hell with that I'm going out now that's when he, I guess he made the executive decision to uh, to say hey dog you want to want to hear a roar and before dog could even respond Mike had already turned around and was uh, you know barreling out there uh, right. It was good seeing them back together again. I mean, it was just nonsense. I mean, people screaming and yelling, Mad Dog's like, what? I don't know if he thought he was going to get some answer to talk about, but what do you guys want me to talk about? And then everyone's... What do you want to talk Yeah, about? exactly, screaming 25 different things. Right, right, um, right. It, yeah. it, it was good, though. Uh, now, of course, there someone had a picture of Francesca and Trump, which was great. And even at yeah. the end of it, it was... <laughs> what did he say? Everyone started chanting, fuck Michael K again. 
And uh, did he, did he, he said this isn't a Trump rally or something like that, I think, Mike. Uh, yes, it was, people are going crazy. Yeah, yeah. He said basically something like, come on, this isn't a Trump rally or something. But his, to me, his number one line was the, uh, what is it? There's, there's room and radio for everybody as long as they're behind us. So there you go. Is, you know, there you go. Was he practicing that? I mean, like, he has to be. I mean, those, that's just too good. I mean, he, the, he, he spontaneously come up with yeah. that. <laughs> he must have been expecting another Michael K. chant and said, you know, let, let, let me let, let me give these people what they want. Let's, let's, let me let me give them a little uh, little cookie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little, little cookie. So a little cookie. So again, they um, this year, like like last year, Mike sat and well, not sat. He stood with and took pictures with everybody, and Mad Dog did that too. I mean. I guess at a, an event like that, they have to. But, I mean, that's crazy how long they sit there and have to put a smile on for every single person coming through. The drunk idiot who has to be, oh, you yeah. know, I've been listening to you since I was 12 years old. Oh, I love you. Oh. <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks. Oh, God. Yeah, no, and they put on a good face. And, and I, you know, I, I went up there, I would say, maybe three-quarters of the way as they were done. So they, they went through a lot of people when me and Ashley went up there. They couldn't have been nicer. Like I, I, and you kind of, you know, he could obviously take the angle, yeah, 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 just whatever. But I mean, maybe, I, maybe it's the fact that I went up there with a female, kind of like, you know, like, oh, you know, okay, here we go, his all right, up a little. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, they were both, they were both there forever. Like, and, and I was talking with you, and we were off to the side, and I was like, holy fuck! I'm like, there's still like seventy five or a hundred people like waiting in this line, like. The never-ending line, but yeah. I, to, to their credit, they stayed there forever, and uh, pretty impressive. But, yeah, I mean, obviously, Mike did the same thing last year, but that's, that's a lot of fucking pictures. Yeah, yeah, I know. Every oh god, I know. Um, I was sitting there with uh, Simon from Yonkers, and um, Julio was right in front of us. I was just Simon couldn't make up his mind if he wanted to wait in the line. He went in, he got out. He went. I just, I just sort of stood there, um, and Julio was there, and I said. Julio, if for people that don't know, Mike's uh, famed bodyguard, chauffeur, extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. I said to him, I go, how ridiculous do you think this is? And he admitted to me, he said, you know what? I don't think it's ridiculous at all because I used to be a caller and I used to love him just as much as these guys <laughs> do. I said, as much as this? I did. And he goes, yeah, seriously, really? Back then, Julio, you did that? You got some issues. Um, he's, wow. And he said, people, people want to take pictures with me. Uh, and I said, yeah. do you? And he said, no, hell no, I don't. I don't want to ba- end up on the back of some gay DVD, some porn DVD or something like that. But, what a weird answer. Yeah, he said that, but you know, then I saw on Twitter he did take pictures with people, so he was just trying to be funny, I guess. But yeah, that is an answer. Oh, okay. Do, do you think people are <laughs> really going to be clamoring to get that picture and be like, all right, right to the porn star, let's, let's, let's Photoshop <laughs> this thing? Yeah, I did. I, I guess that could be yeah, turned, but I it's, mean, it's uh, possible. But I mean, is, is it probable? <laughs> no. Right. Actually, I shouldn't say. I don't I, know I, the porn photoshopping business. Maybe it's very probable. I don't know. We're, you know what? We're gonna have to ask Audio when we hang up. Let me, let me see what his, what, what the uh, <laughs> the great Audio Mongo photoshopping expert, which, which he is. Yeah. Um. And, and today, today might have topped them all. Yeah, you, I don't know what that you. movie is. I'd never heard of that movie, but like the Photoshop. Oh, it's uh, Eddie the Eagle. Eddie the Eagle. Yeah, again, I, <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. To me. <laughs> I I hadn't heard of it before one thirty this afternoon <laughs> when Mike talked about it. I said I have no idea what the fuck he's talking about. So I, I googled 
a picture of a guy like on top of a van with skis. And I, I'm like, this is, I don't know what I'm looking at here, but I'm like, well, this is a perfect Photoshop opportunity. So I sent it yeah, to audio. Yeah, please. You know, it's, a, it's like, it's like you go to get your photos developed back in the day and you come back two hours later, you're like, great. Thanks for the Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was amazing. I'm like, I, I don't know how the hell he does it, but yeah, I, I've never heard of the movie. And as Mike said, it'll probably be on, uh, straight to pay-per-view in two weeks yeah i don't know does that mean it was a shitty movie yeah. I, I don't know. i don't know what that means anymore um but he, yeah he goes yeah so we went to see eddie the eagle you know which which you know is a true story and i'm just like i don't know what this is but it's a true story <laughs> no it's a true uh yeah i, I, I didn't, true story. I didn't, I didn't yeah. get that uh but francesa Khan, uh at the at the conclusion of it um i was uh at the end of the mlb high heat where they they were there um, on behalf of Mad Dog, obviously, taking video. There were some other people in there. Tim from Milford and Justin Cohen made an appearance in there. Um, they had this choreographed ending that was just ridiculous. They were both... I guess they just have to walk out of Irving Plaza, you know, hand in hand, and then they do this awkward white guy bro hug that's just... stunk. Tim and Justin, you mean, right? What? No. <laughs> that's right, that's right. No, yeah, that's it. No, Mike and Chris. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was very uncomfortable to watch. And then they went their separate ways. It was just, it was, it was cornball shit. But you know, whatever. Who cares? Uh, so that was Francesicon. Um, it was a good time. Good time had by all. Uh, a lot of, again, a lot of younger people there. I think people that have probably never seen Mad Dog and Mike together or ever listened to them together. But it was right. still a good time had by all. Definitely. Would you agree? And did you hear? Uh, I would. Did you hear uh, Mike and Montclair's uh, call today? No, I didn't. You know what? I I went on Twitter and I saw all about it, but I, I did not have my radio on my trusty cubicle. No, I did not. My trust. Well, my trusty radio in my cubicle. That would make sense. Right. Right. I'll give you the the thirty second recap. Basically, he was blown away by the fact that there's such I don't know a gathering of youngish males, beer flowing like absolute crazy testosterone in a packed tight room and there's no quote-unquote trouble you know what i mean there's no problems everybody's cordial to each other everybody's like genuinely happy to be there um that was kind of the gist of his point because he was you know he's probably like when you say he's one of the oldest guys there i mean he's like yeah definitely like a real a real adult i mean yeah we're not real adults i know (laughs) he's like you know a dad age. I mean, well, I'm a dad, but you know, know he's like a real mean, like a, a adult, and he was there with like his two, you know, his two or three daughters, and he was there with his wife. Oh Jesus, was he, he really? Was, like, he was there with the whole family? He was. Wow. Um, so basically, I mentioned uh, I was in the back, kind of with audio, and a couple other people we were talking with. Audio Mongo was there. The, uh yeah, he was. He was us. He was. He was undercover, deep undercover, <laughs> but. uh uh, yeah, was, we talked to Mikey Montclair for a little bit, and uh, like I mentioned on Twitter, apparently I'm, you know, I'm I'm the biggest fan of him now as compared to before. Really? Like, oh, great, he's calling. And then when you talk to him for like 25 minutes, like this guy's fucking great. He's a really nice guy. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a I'm a complete phony. No, uh, but no, he was he was really nice. And obviously his call today, what he was talking about. Um, you know, like I said, with a room full of people and, you know, the guys drinking, he's like, everybody was like really happy to be there. I'm like, well, it's kind of what we've been saying for a year. We said the same thing last year, right? I mean, yeah. everybody was, 
here's the thing, though. This is this really this just came to me. Imagine if there was trouble, if there was a fight or something, you know, that people loaded a lot, you know, the posturing. Imagine how pissed Mike would have been. He wouldn't have bought a franchise account ever again. Yeah, he would have been (laughs) yelling at them. Why don't you guys grow up? This is ridiculous. Thrown down the headphones and got up. He would never talk to Ron and Mike, you know, the orga- the organizers of Francisco ever again. Lose my number, you know, it would be uh, Oh god. People would call up Mike, was that Francesacon? Oh god. Well, I don't know what that is. Yeah. I disavow. Yeah, I disavow. Right. Disavow. <laughs> he would never he would never talk about it. The shirts would just magically yeah, disappear. All the charity all uh, stuff but, gone. He wouldn't <laughs> So so is next year the the finale, would you say? I guess so, because Wait, it's my math. At? Yeah, it would be 2017, and it's at the end of 2017, his contract, correct? Is that how it is? Right. Right. Uh, the end of 2017 is is the end of the contract. So, I don't know. Does it just, after that, when Mike and the Mad Dog reunite, does it just turn no, out? I, I don't know how this happens, because, <laughs> you know, I'm still not on the same, I'm not on the same page as Mike. Because, you know, Mike and I, we, we, we go through negotiations together. <laughs> Um, I, can't, I can't wait to hear the rest of this <laughs> line of thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I don't I really don't know if I buy the fact that he said he's leaving WFAN. Um, I guess maybe the only reason for him to say it so early would be so he could take his own victory tour because he does think he's a professional athlete. Uh, but right. I, I, what is he going to do afterwards? I mean, he's a lot of times when you get to like the age of Mike, people have like really lost their fastball, so to speak. And they mm-hmm. sort of have to leave the business. And I, I know Mike is definitely an acquired taste, but I think his popularity and ratings are just as good as they've always been. So I can't see him just walking away. And what the hell else would he do? Like anything we've talked about this, uh, anything involving technology. I mean, what? <laughs> that's going to be a train wreck. Like a five, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I mean, with sat- I don't know. It, I would say satellite, but I, I don't think the, the dog would be like, oh, this is my... <laughs> I'm on satellite, you know, and and even if they did get on satellite, the, the rest of the country doesn't want to no, hear the Mad that's... Dog. It's, it's a it's a New York ish, you know, acquired. Like you said acquired. Yeah. Thing, but I they wouldn't. Like, you think the fucking guy in Milwaukee wants to hear Mike and Chris arguing about, you know, Yankees bullpen and you know the middle of April. I mean, like, nobody. The nope. reason why they were, it's they they are rough, Matt. Because I I what I tend to realize, and I think you probably realize this too, um, is that when you leave the Northeast area, people are nicer. So this whole like yeah. I'm going to treat you like dirt attitude that Francesa has, this arrogant, right. uh, I'll treat callers like crap, uh, just way of dealing with people. That's not really well received in other parts of the country. They don't like to be no. belittled. No, right, and and I guess New Yorkers they do like. Yeah, I was just thinking that. I was like, what? They're masochists. <laughs> they love. No, yeah, but they do. But they like the. See, I don't listen to dog on satellite, but I mean, I guess I could if I wanted to. But he, like, he he gets sounds like something. Friendly. He's not angry towards the callers. Like, they're like topics that he gets crazy about. And everybody's like, hey, I disagree with you on this. You know, typical like what the bullshit like ESPN format of like, I disagree with you. No, I disagree. And meanwhile, Mike's formula like is, we know what it is. It's just yelling at everybody. Every call calls in is stupid. Mike, I I disagree with you. Well, nobody cares what your opinion is. I have a show. You don't get lost. (laughs) (laughs) 
Mike would rather Mike would rather cut off the call than engage with the caller who would like may have some know, name, name one of the the other fucking CBS radio national hosts. I don't even know who I'm thinking of, like yeah. Doug Gottlieb or some one of these random people that are like, all right, let's debate this topic that we're going to talk about to make good radio. Mike's like, fine, I'll just hang up on you. I'll go to somebody. <laughs> I'll, like, that's the perfect explanation of Mike, by the way. I'll hang up on you. Then I'll wonder what the, your point was going to be. And then I'll just move on to the next caller. I always love that. Well, you know what? The, the guys are going to be like, well, this is how they're going to take care of the bullpen or whatever. And then Mike, you know, hang up on him. Then I'll go, you know what I got to do? I wonder what they're going to do with the bullpen. I don't know what they're going to do with the bullpen. It's just like, I was ready to tell you. But when he was on TV, it made it a lot easier to be like, see, fucking you cut this guy off. And now without TV, we have I know. everything is. Maybe he hung up to be, you know, to be losing. And Mike never, he never adjusted to that either. That whole idea that Mike, you're on camera. We know when you hung up on the person, and you don't have to like <laughs> shout those questions as if the caller was so just scared and petrified that they couldn't answer. <laughs> I mean, they're gone. They're not there. They're not there anymore. They're, they're not right. present. So yeah, next year, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll we'll have to see what happens. Uh, yeah, friends, that's like on four. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. They, they, we got to think of something new that can happen to. I don't know what you do. You brought Mike and the Mad Dog back. I feel like it's almost like the mountaintop. Like, what do you what do you do after this? So those are. Yeah, right. Right. That's the point. If you go back to just Mike next year, I mean, of course, we would have a good time. Right. Everybody would go, but I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's a. That's too depressing to think about. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know why we're talking about <laughs> We're breaking it down. Go, what are they going to do? Come on. Come on. Uh, Ron, Ron and uh, Mike, what are, you guys, what are you guys going to do? I don't know. Yeah, we want their plans right Seriously. now. Will it be in the dead middle of winter or will it be till the tail end of the winter? That's where I want to know. <laughs> middle of January or are we talking March? Yeah. So we, I, I can't get through the summer without knowing the plans for Francesca Con 4. <laughs> Right. Yeah, so that's Francesicon. Um, I don't know. We only had a few other things to go over real quick before we uh, call it a podcast, I guess. Um, you were sort of stuck in the airport and then on – well, you weren't stuck on an airplane. It was flying. But you were uh, you were in the airport yesterday. So you got a lot of college basketball analysis, and you're not even a big college basketball fan. That's my correct there. Uh, not the regular season. I'm more of a tournament uh, guy. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I mean, I'll watch the you know the conference tournaments, and I'll, obviously I'll watch almost every single game if I can of the uh, of the tournament. But regular season, not really. But yeah, I, I was following on Twitter as people were shredding apart the uh, CBS coverage. So I, yeah, the, I'll let you think because I have nothing to add. Yeah, <laughs> the selection show is terrible. Uh, I think big, the big lead had something today where in 1994 the selection show was done in like eight minutes. Um, we got all eight minutes. Yeah, I, but I re, I don't remember eight minutes, but I do remember it being like, all right, boom, boom, boom. There's a few thoughts about each team. All right, move on, move on, move on. This was two hours, and not even that it was two hours. It was terrible two hours. I mean, it began with Charles right. Barkley trying to use a touch screen, which was <laughs> a predictable disaster. I mean, we I don't know how you right. couldn't see this coming from a mile away. And it, you could see that, uh, what's his name? Uh Kenny Smith was not laughing like everyone else was. And here's another thing, too. Kenny Smith and Charles Barkley, they parachute in. They don't watch one goddamn basketball game, college basketball well, game, NBA all year. Games, exactly. Right? I don't understand yeah, that. Yeah. They, they really think we're stupid when they bring them in there. And the, hello. I mean, whenever they ask Barkley any real analysis, 
I mean, he just throws, he throws, you know what he's like? He's like Francesa when he doesn't know a topic. He just throws like a blanket statement out there that just can apply to everything. And right. it was. And see what sticks. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and what else happened? Uh, Barkley. No, it was Kenny Smith making up words. Words. As I'm making fun of him making up words, I'm mispronouncing words. Uh, he said. No, let me ask you a question. Did they, did they go bracket by bracket? And, and analyze or what? what was that was about? what they did this year. Normally, it's like here's the brackets. Oh, that could be a potential good matchup. Ooh, that that offense is going to be good there. They're going to go through there, you know. And then maybe 20 more seconds of that, then on to the next like quarter of the bracket. They do it like right, region by region. Yeah, exactly. But yesterday, exactly, it was. I mean, eventually, as most people know, the brackets were, ended up being leaked. I mean, and the the coverage, the 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 ratings for CBS just took a nosedive once those came out. I mean, good, they deserve it. Yeah, it was yeah. terrible. It was it was so bad. It was so so bad. And even Ernie, uh, what's his name? I was gonna say Ernie's Ernie Banks, but Ernie Johnson. Ernie Johnson that's his name. Ernie Banks. <laughs> Ernie Banks is dead, and uh, he was a baseball player. <laughs> Ernie Johnson, who is is a very nice guy. He knows what he's talking about. But again, he's an NBA guy. What I I know they have their TNT and TBS partnership, CBS for March Madness. But it's so phony, right. man. It's it's really really phony. I I don't get it. Uh, well, they do the same. You know this. They shoehorn er, Ernie Johnson into their TBS coverage, right? Yeah. And remember, well, like, for baseball, too, yeah. Was, right for yeah. I'm saying well, it was like. It was Cal Ripken, wasn't it? Tom Verducci. And no, it was, Tom, and, oh, like, it was Ernie Johnson, Ron Darling, and uh, Ron, Dar- uh, Ron Darling. Right. And uh, I'm, Cal I'm, Ripken. I'm getting uh, confused. Right, I'm getting confused with when Verducci was with Harold Reynolds. Right, uh, it was on MLB. Network. MLB had That's some it. rough yeah. broadcasting booths this last this last playoffs. It was yeah. Ernie, Ernie, uh, excuse me, Cal Ripken and Ron Darling. I thought were going to oh, throw yeah. down a few times. Yeah, because Ron Darling is like a legitimate, like he did a great job. Whether you you know if you hate the mess or whatever, you can at least right. respect Gary Keith and Ron in the booth. I hate the Yankees. I I don't like Michael K, but I respect. Isn't Flaherty still on? Yeah. Or or you know when they have Paul O'Neill, or they all sound alike. Although you know, everybody besides Ken Singleton, not to me, sounds alike. Anytime I listen to a Yankee game, but they, they at least add value to it. I think Ripken's. He's monotone, and he doesn't like any other people's opinions. They're just like, "Well, Cal, don't you think this?" Uh, no, 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 I don't, because that's not that's not even no. when he's wrong. No, that's not really what happened. Uh, what happened was, yeah, shut right. up, just admit you. <laughs> shut up. So, so they had two, so a two-hour selection, two-hour selection show. And, and... I dipped out. I couldn't take it. So I couldn't take it. Yeah. But yeah, UConn. Just I, th- I thought I'd throw in UConn. I did, this is you know I started the podcast about a year and a half ago or so, and I thought I'd be talking about UConn all the time, but they've been pretty bad, and I still don't think they're mm. a good team. But Jalen Adams hits a half court shot, and uh, they've gone on a little run in the American Athletic Conference, which you know that's really not that difficult. Uh, and I had people coming up to me at Francesacon that knowing I'm a UConn fan, hey, I'm a UConn, uh, and I'm just like they still suck. I don't care. They still suck. <laughs> you're you're. They played better. Don't get me wrong. They they but they still they almost lost the game yesterday. They just stopped. They had like an eleven point lead with three minutes left, and they're shooting like seven seconds into the shot clock. Things like that. Just what what do you do? Even Doris Burke was like, "This is a direct quote from Doris Burke. What is UConn doing? What is that's something you would say. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you now? Now Danielle Marshall still on the team? No, not on the team. okay. 
the last time I paid attention to you. Danielle. I, I know. <laughs> Kevin, is there calls for Kevin Ollie to be like fired? Uh, maybe only from like people like – no, I never said he should be fired because uh, – The UConn WFAN <laughs> – section up and you know, yeah and still in uh, you know are they are they calling in the uh you fire i think if it wasn't for Jalen adams hitting that shot they probably wouldn't have made the tournament and then that seat would have gotten hotter put it that way uh but you know he made it in the tournament right. as a nine seed and hey he, he i like ollie seems like a nice guy he won that championship in 2014 with calhoun's guys these are all i think this next year will be the first year that there's nobody um, from the Jim Calhoun era, or I believe that is true. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to see. But, uh, hey, I'd like to see UConn win that first game and go up against Kansas in the second round. That would be something. Uh, I think. I'd have... And you know why uh, UConn won that title? What was it, two years ago? Yeah, 2014. Why is that? Because a caller, I'm forgetting his name, Caller called up and said, basically they'll they'll win the title. Like, why can't you kind of win the title this year? Oh yeah. And Mike screamed at him and said, "Yeah, no, that, that'll never happen." Oh, I remember. God, I wish I had that audio. And, I know that. I know. I'm sure. But it's probably on YouTube. Yeah. Somebody's got it. But basically, said they'll never win it. And like the guy called up like after they won it and was like, "Hey, I told you they have a chance or something." Oh, all right, all right, good. We don't we don't write down everybody's predictions here. Right. That's <laughs> why it's going to get great in the next few days, the next few weeks, when people call up and they're just like, hey, Mike, thanks for taking my call, which, by the way, is the stupidest thing in the world. He's just taking the next person. For, you don't have to thank him for anything. He just sees a name. There. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much thank for selecting me. Um, right, right. <laughs> but uh, people are going to start giving their final fours, and it's really going to annoy him. He, he oh, yeah. That. Well, speak, uh, yeah, he hates And you know what? He has a good point, too, but he just... He, he, he right, nobody... Everyone, what do you got? North Carolina? Great. Okay, yeah, everybody gets the same fucking game. <laughs> um, you mentioned college basketball. You obviously saw Orrin's uh, Funhouse video where he overlaid yes, Mike's that was audio. With, uh, one of the best videos I think I've ever seen. I mean, it was, it was obviously short. It was perfect. It's a three-quarter shot, and Mike with the absolute... What are you, oh my god! Like just in a weird voice that I've never heard of. And first of all, he he, and it's not in that entire clip. But yeah, oh my god, is great. First of all, uh, but it's not in that entire clip. He's wrong one part in that clip. He said there's two tenths of a second left. That's how they shot it off. There's eight tenths of a second left. Oh, and then eight tenths of a second. And left. then he also said that it didn't count afterwards. He goes, no, it didn't count. Oh, oh, it did. Oh, <laughs> so. Um, you even wrote much that yeah. the wrong way. I didn't, I didn't realize that. RN's Funhouse, dude. That guy has talent. That you know that clip even made Sports Illustrated. I mean, he's uh yeah. He's he's uh he's something with that. He's he's very good. He's very good. Um, I don't know what else to yeah, say. He's, he's very good at recording he's that. He's all over. <laughs> no, but to, to overlay it with the video, yeah, it was that, perfect. That, see, that was I was blown away. Because it's one thing to have the actual audio, but uh, to have it synced up with the the video as well. It's pretty good. Yeah. So I figure uh, we'd uh, end on this. Uh, well, the, I, 60 Minutes last night was talking about this Danish architect. And um, I had it on. I wasn't really paying attention. Uh, I forget. I, th- I think I was saying some uh, anti-European stuff. And my wife was like, oh, God, you're ridiculous. I said something that it wasn't, you know, American, so it didn't matter. But it ended up that he was building the building in, in New York City, so I looked right. like an asshole. But anyways, long story short, um, Daniel Snyder, the owner of the Washington Redskins, is looking to um, possibly re, you know, get a new stadium for, for the team. 
and using this architect. And you saw the the just the artist illustration of some of the accessories mm-hmm. to this stadium. What do you think? You, you think it's going to work? Uh, I I don't see the purpose of a moat around the stadium. I mean, if you're going to have a moat, you put a moat in the stadium. You know, ask the Yankees. That's where a moat goes. <laughs> Uh, with with a splash park. I mean, I, I was looking on ESPN. I mean, they have they have a, a guy surfing. I mean, this is ridiculous. They, there's two idiots on here rollerblading. No, three idiots rollerblading. There's a guy surfing. There's two guys. Um, what, what was it called? Repelling off the side, you know, on the ropes. It, this is fucking Washington. What, what is going on here? <laughs> I realize Washington's a little warmer than the Northeast, but it's not that warm where people are surfing. No. And where are these waves being created? Is there going to be a wave pool? I I guess so. I he just must be really bored with his money. I don't. That's all I can. Why do they have to rip down the stadium? I I need to get past that part. I don't. Is there anything wrong? I've never been to FedEx Field, but I thought it was just built. Yeah, it's not old. Oh, here, um, nineteen ninety ESPN article, and their lease isn't up until the year twenty twenty seven. So there you go. Um. The artist illustration. Now, I would imagine there would be some sort of fence, but there's no artist. Uh, there's no fence there in the artist illustration. So I'm just imagining drunk people walking in and out of that stadium and like getting into fights and throwing each other in the water. I mean, it just it looks like a great, great time. <laughs> that's a that's a really good imagination over there. <laughs> Hey, fuck you, cowboy fan. No, fuck yeah, you. exactly. Fighting outside. I mean, it's thrown in the water. It, it, it looks like potentially drownings. I mean, uh, it, it could be bad. It's <laughs> just floating. Wow, that's and and uh, Daniel. If I'm not mistaken, at least he was. Daniel Snyder is the owner of Six Flags, like nationally. Is he so really? I had no idea that. I I am like 99 percent sure he is the Six Flags Great Adventure uh, owner as well. Uh, so maybe he's trying to uh, incorporate uh, some of the themes from there. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I hope I'm right about that. By the way, as I say that, should I, should I double check? That? It's it's been said. You're 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 on the record, as Steve Summer says. It's been recorded. <laughs> Once it's on a podcast, yeah. it's, uh, it's basically Smithsonian special. Institute. You I mean you're done? Um, I just I, you you mentioned this to me, uh, and I saw this earlier today. I just want to thank a friend of the podcast, Katie Baker, who is now working um, again after her maternity leave. She, I guess, I guess she was she still was Grantland still working when she actually became pregnant and left. I think she was. I think it was, but she has joined. Uh, uh, go ahead. I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think. And she has joined Bill Simmons' new website, The Ringer. Um, I'm still waiting for a call. Uh, about my employment there at the Ringer, but uh, I'll keep waiting. <laughs> I don't know what I'd be yeah, doing. No, that's good. I guess I could just do strictly Mike uh-huh. Francesa podcast this all day. <laughs> and you will. No. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, no, she, her podcast with you was was one of the best ones, I think, and obviously one of the most popular yes. ones considering the following she has. Uh, so it's good to see her land with Bill Simmons, who apparently is taking everybody from Grantland. Uh, over there, so it's obviously good to have. Because I know you're a fan of his. I'm a fan of his. You know, I, it sounded like there was a little uh, I don't know, restriction, maybe creative restriction by ESPN. Shocker there. Yeah. Um, in terms of what he wanted to do and like his, you know, getting out of there and go to HBO. You know, you hear it on the podcast. Like, oh my 
God, you know, essentially. So, so there he was. And, that is Jared. Yeah, yeah, uh, I want to appreciate him for joining us. A great performer, ESPN a great entertainer. That is Jared of ESPN from appearing and, uh, on the Ringer and podcast. I want to thank, everyone for, want to thank him for coming on. I hope so everyone that, that sounds uh, familiar as well. I did not that hear that, but I hope that's that not shocking. There, like I expected that. Us oh yeah. About it. So yeah, he, and everyone. He, you know, I hope you enjoyed he, everything. Just, just enjoy it all around. Remember, you can always listen to the show no on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, YouTube, and follow me on Twitter um, at Ryan and at Real Ticket Blues. And uh, subscribe to you know, none of our guys are allowed on. So, you're gonna you're gonna subscribe you know, on your favorite podcast and station, whatever. But it's just to me, it's just, it's just you notice the, the radio. You notice that some though, um, some of the ESPN people still do come on with Mike. I don't know, maybe it's the ones with the big cojones or the ones that just have like Calhoun. I know his he's in a new role here with ESPN, but he has appeared on um, you know with Mike and Gammons is another one. Um, so I guess maybe the old timers they, they get a they get a pass, but the, yeah, all the other people they they don't come up. Yeah, I mean like I, I'm trying I'm trying to even think off the top of my head who's the most ESPN ish personality that you would even like like, like I don't know, college basketball guy like Jay Billis or something. But he's always Mike's got like an alternative that he can. Bring he has on. like the he has the, just uh, the CBS guys like he brings in John Roth Rothstein or whatever um, for like once yeah. a year. Yep. And uh, basically just bosses him around. He comes on. He's like, yeah, so right. I think this team's going to yeah, 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 yeah. Because, you know, and it was also, too, uh, funny hearing Mike, you know, talk about uh, pot calling the kettle black, ripping people who just became college basketball experts by watching a selection show yesterday. That's Mike, I mean, really. <laughs> it, it, of all people, dude. I, I get it. You have a lot of stuff to watch, but d- don't even try that. Right. Yeah. He, he pretends that he's watching – how many TVs does he have in that house? Because the amount of sports that he pretends he watches. Uh... Yeah, I mean we're we're not dumb. We we understand you can't watch everything. I mean he'll do anything to get us to sports any way that he can. But I mean there is a there's a governor on that. But you can pretend that you watch everything. So, I mean, <laughs> so you can pretend. As long as long as you believe it, it's not a lie. <laughs> he can pretend to get us to sports any way that he can. Right. All right, Jared, I think we're all set. Uh, I want to appreciate you once again for coming on the podcast at WFAN Trades on Twitter. Any any parting words, uh, Jared? No. Uh, everything's really been said. Uh, Francis Con was great. It was great hanging out with you and all the rest of the guys. And uh, I don't know. Hopefully we'll do it next year. Hopefully it's not the last one, but we'll see. I don't know. Mike's got a, I guess, a big future career decision to make over here of what he's going to do. But I'm sure he'll tell us the day before he makes that decision. So <laughs> no, he'll be like he'll like a year before he'll go. I've made my decision, but I'm just not going to tell you. So, and then when people well, you know why, right? So you can milk it for for a year. People go, I Mike, you mentioned something about a decision. Why are you yeah, so right. worried about this? Why are you so? I'll get to it. I... Then <laughs> 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 don't mention it. Right there, that's what he did with. We got a long time. We got a lot of shows to do. Don't worry. Yeah, about I'm it. retiring. Wait, wait. Okay, first call. Mike, I don't want your time. Don't why are you guys so upset? Don't worry about <laughs> I think between us we do it decent like combined. <laughs> we, we put it combine our effort. Oh, we get anywhere near people. So, yeah. All right, Jared. All right. Well good luck to UConn in the uh in the big dance, as they say. Yes, thank you very much. Uh they're definitely gonna need it. Uh maybe even to get out of that first round game against Colorado. So we'll see. All right, bet the house. There you go.